from MLS Cup 2, look who's sounding, yeah. it's the Vocal Minority <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast is considering bringing a tent to hide in during the final. Mm. We could fit like a small pup tent in our section, couldn't we? Break the wind. A yurt. Ooh, yes. Yurt it up. Why bring in a tent? A shelter? Yes. It's going to be cold and snowy. Oh. And snowy? Potentially. Yeah. I don't check the weather necessarily for privacy. Yes, that too. Like a suite. Uh Well, it is that we, the VMP are finally going to get their own suite. Sweet, sweet. On this week's show, we look back. Yes, we're going to look way back to last week at a nerve-wracking Eastern Conference final. Look at some of the off-season goings-on in the MLS. Look ahead to this weekend's MLS Cup final. Ooh. And more. Yes, and more. Felt like we did that one already. No. No, the looking ahead to an MLS Cup final. You must be imagining things. Strange. You were saying? Uh, To this week's panel. Contemplating whether to stay home where it's warm and dry on Saturday, it's Duncan Fletcher. There's a good chance. I'm not going to lie. We have a yurt. <laughs> uh, cub reporter extraordinaire, welcome to Mark Hinckley. Is it like a fruit on the bottom yurt? Because I prefer those. I like my yurt stirred. Ugh, savage. Currently wearing his Canada Goose parka, it's Tony Walsh. Brian Schmelzer. As for me, well, I won't even be at the game, so that means they'll win. You're welcome, everyone. Part-time support. I know. I am your host, your full-time host, Kristen Knowles. And now to this week's show. Up on this week's show is the look back at the Eastern Conference final match last Wednesday at BMO Field. So it was only a week ago, or oh my god, it was a week ago. We were all tensely watching TFC as it seemed like Greg Berhalter had outcoached Greg Vanny, which he absolutely did in the first half, mm. uh, until Josie and his ankle produced the only goal of the game, and TFC managed to grind it out for the remainder to once again triumphantly advance to the final. Dun dun dun. Wasn't pretty. No. I uh, didn't have the roller coaster feel of last year, but got the job done. Mm-hmm. Workman like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. If only there was a club who had a badge that represented that. Hmm. Hmm. I'd say three workmen even. Ooh, ooh, that like triples yeah. the workload. That's ambitious. Makes it really like the emphasis so strong on the work. Hmm. Anywho. Do we know anyone like that? No. Not anymore. Um, yeah, it was... Was that a Columbus to Austin joke? You know? Too, oh, soon. too soon. Hasn't even happened yet. God. Thank you for the yet. Kristen hates Columbus. She's bringing it back and sending it to Texas. If you ask me to take the Columbus crew badge and make it green and black, I'm going to say no right now. Okay. And cowboy hats instead of fat hats. <laughs> God, that's actually really funny. Southwestern flavors uh, somewhere. 
Mark, Mark Hinckley's Austin Villa? <laughs> no, we already said Austin Celtic. Oh, right. Yes. yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Focus. Back right. to the game. Nope. Come Can't back. Wait. I know. It's like, all right, let's just make up Austin names. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was a difficult game to watch in that the first half very much was Columbus. And I, for a good chunk of the game, I think the fear was real for a lot of people like, okay, this is not going to go our way this time because they had like men everywhere. It seemed like no mm-hmm. matter what a red player did, there was yellow shirts. What? Sorry. For, for those who can't rewind or don't have the short term memory, they had men everywhere. Duh. And Tony goes, mm. <laughs> it's like it was I, raining men. Someone else want to do the recap? I didn't put there was men everywhere, for the record. So one in the construction hat, one has a cop. Uh, uh, Fireman? <sighs> I'm trying to discuss the game. Do you mind? It was a long time ago. Mm. Fine. Go on. Keep no, going. no, no. Keep Let's going. just move into the specifics oh, then. No, no, no. No one else wants to talk about it but me. Mo- no, it's closer to the Gulf of Mexico. Moment of the match. <laughs> uh-huh. You jerks. Duncan. Uh, moment of the match. Uh, I will go with the bit about like five minutes before the end when Columbus had a really good chance and Ola Kamara, who's generally very good, uh, missed it for some reasons. Ah, okay, well, that's nice. that, that's, that was the game right there. One more, we were done. That's a grim take. That that was that was it was a good moment. That was the crucial. It wasn't moment. a good moment. It was a moment. It was the crucial moment. Moment of the match doesn't always have to be a good one. You know that. True. It True. often, most often, isn't it? For nine I, years, I, it I wasn't. At least, I at least kept it within the ninety minutes. True. And on the pitch. And like, in the game. And in yes. the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These are all important factors. Yeah. yeah. Minimum quite. Well, there wasn't a lot of streamers. So. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'll go with the rising of Josie Altidore on the third day. A lot of hyperbole around it, but uh, I love hyperbole. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite. It's the best. It's my favorite best championship ball final. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. this, this was like Bert Troutman. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Bobby Baum, yeah. Bert Troutman, all those guys. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of uh, legend cemented talk, which is all a bit silly, but it was a, it was pretty cool. It was uh, you know, you don't see those moments very often, and for that to be the winner, it's for the lack of lore that this ten year old club has, it's. Uh, That'll go down nicely in the uh, very slim history book. Also, kudos to Armando Cooper for providing the motivation. It seemed like Altador had kind of accepted, yeah, I need to go off. Until he saw... I need to go off this. <laughs> I saw this. You're going to bring that guy on? Okay, I'm just going to sit here, take my uncle, I'll go again. I'll run this thing Give off like it's got gangrene. Get rid of... No, not him. Yes. So, well done, Armando. Yeah. Useful. I, I, I personally... Uh, not that I was... Not that I can read lips, but... Uh, when uh, Altidore went down the second time or the third time, I lost and him. and uh, it looked like Hagland was oh, when Hagland came like down. he was looking at the bench like like are you serious you're gonna put him in? And I could have sworn he turned around and his hands just kind of did that upward flop down like okay then no, and exactly just went back to doing his magical. little lappy things. I just thought that was <laughs> it was like 
he was the physical embodiment of what my mind was saying. Moment of the match was whatever Mr. Miyagi shit took place <laughs> on the touchline. Uh, that was the second time he fell. Um, and uh, somehow got him back into the game and back out onto the pitch and led to the goal. It was it was all the drama and heroics you wanted, but you weren't sure you were going to get given how the first 45 minutes went. So mm. full marks. Thanks for that. I'm on board with all of that, but I'm also going to give a mention to uh, Victor Vasquez for the pass. And how about Seba for starting? Exactly. Yes. Seba actually doing... Yeah, the whole thing was a very It nice was a move. very nice little sequence, and... Uh, Seba, for once, is the person not talked about yeah. when he should be. When really. he should be, for actually getting that yeah. going, yeah. And for keeping one. He kept the play alive. Yeah. He was under a lot of pressure. He's being double teamed, and then he... Yeah, so... Yeah, and, you know, all the preseason talk was, oh, Victor Vasquez, we need to bring him in, just for like those kinds of moments when you just need that little extra bit of quality. And, and that's hey. exactly what this game was and what that and moment was. And what it needed, was. that moment so, needed, so huzzah. I, 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 we touched on this, but uh, I don't know if you know, he played for Barcelona. Did he? Mm-hmm. Whoa! Why does no one tell us wow. this? When? Like, was it before the game? <laughs> was, was, he, was he like there when Messi was there? Does he know Lionel Messi? They're friends. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Do you think Messi's going to come to the final? Must. He must. Best of pals. Yes. That would be magical. At the very least, you know, maybe he won't be able to play the game because he'll probably have a game of his own. But imagine if TFC win, there's a parade on Monday or whatever. You'd think Messi will come down for the parade. Why wouldn't he? He'll probably be driving one of the convertibles. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Or maybe he'll be like the marshal for the parade or whatever, you know? They have marshals for that kind of parade, right? Why not? Now, well, we don't have a Chad Marshall, so we'll take him. Mm. Or a Tyrone. A Tyrone Marshall. Man right. of the match. The joke's dead. Sweet. Yeah, that's horse. Two. I know. Two punches and horse go down. <laughs> <laughs> no trigger. You die. <laughs> oh. Russian blue best blue. <laughs> Man of the match. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe Michael Bradley. I think most of the other people who did good things you know, didn't really do them often. He did one very good thing and you know, did a lot of other decent stuff as well. He was involved throughout the, uh, the game, so sure, go with him. Altered or kind of for the, the, the heroic narrative, but for the game as a whole, no. So. Bradley. Agreed. Altador was rather invisible, really, in the first half. He was having a hard time getting into the match. Um, Most of them were, offensively. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, much to Duncan's chagrin, I'm going to uh, add Michael Bradley as well. I mean, he that game, without that tackle, the first half was a wildly different match, where TFC, I don't know, the way way Columbus was set up, and, I mean, Very valid moment of the match, yeah. Uh, candidate. Yeah, none of us mentioned it. No. It's true, we're so, terrible. It's because we hate Michael Bradley, clearly. Well, yeah, that, that's plausible. Well, he didn't get the United States qualifying to the World Cup, as far as Twitter is concerned. Um, yeah, I'm going with Bradley. My criteria was slightly different, though. Um, it was more of the number of... Everybody had a very good match, for the most part. I mean, taking the first half for what it was, Columbus shut... Locked everybody out, so they were, I. They were stone cold. They, they, yes, they were. Yes, they were. Dun, 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 not finishing dun, dun, dun. that for uh, you, you bastard. So anyway, um, 
it was more my criteria was uh, mistakes, and I didn't really remember Bradley making a small mistake. Everybody kind of had like one little like ah if that if that pass had been a little bit better if Vasquez hadn't taken the penalty and put it to the left, you know, like I'll. Not a yeah, Osario running around like a like a you know in the first half just seemingly with no real direction as to what he was doing. Bradley seemed to be a constant throughout the entire match. Tackle just made it better. So, um, and I would I I kind of wish this because we did this in amongst our little group and I kind of wish it caught on. And for the rec for those of you who may have heard a small group of people chanting USA, USA. <laughs> Uh, in that corner of the pitch, uh, that was us. That would be us. And uh, secondly, uh, all I could think of was how awesome would be for any non-vested person watching this game at home, hearing the Canadian crowd cheer the guy you, that American fans, for the most part, at least the vocal ones, were shitting on, chanting USA, USA after a fantastic tackle. It would have been hilarious. And it was the only, it was one of two times in my life where chanting that was perfectly acceptable as a Canadian. The other would be when Altidore scored, hoping that that microphone would pick us up and you guys would get even madder. <laughs> but it didn't happen. All right. Well, wind up that Claxon. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Bradley Claxon. <laughs> Reluctant class. I know. Oh. Hey, you're the you, you started this, man. You could have gone with another player. No, I bold, uh, intense class. Yeah. It's a a wooga. Yeah, it's a very workmanlike class. This is Michael Bradley. A wooga. This is Michael Bradley's class. Wooga. No, for everything you guys said, you know that tackle, but just really consistent play throughout the game, um, and the one who seemed to be not not that they weren't all working hard, but playing the smartest, you know, was more aware of what Columbus was trying to do in the first half. And I think more involved in trying to get TFC involved in the second half. He's kept his shit together for two matches in a row. I know. Not a card. It's magical. There you go. Yes. Michael Bradley keeps his head. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Vinny tactics. So first half seemed like perhaps this was wrong. You know, Osorio starting over Delgado also had, also had a rough game. Wasn't his best effort, um, you know. Greg Berhalter clearly had. He halted the bear. He really he did. He out Gregged. He really did. He did out Greg him. I've got an extra G. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> oh. Well, what he was gonna do about it was make some triple G and change in formation, <laughs> change in player. You know, Josie Magic aside, really made quite a difference in the second half, and it was. You know, out came Greg. He did. He did. Four G, Greg. Oh, four G. You can get his coaching anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> no, that LTE bullshit. <laughs> On the new TSC plan. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was. It was. You know, we. I was surprised to see the the shift in. That that kind of shift and that kind of immediate sort of result from the team throughout the second half. And it was, I thought it was impressive. It was what gave them an opportunity to win the game. Sure. I mean, I think, you know, you, it's what coaching is all about. You know, we were saying before, you know, TFC just 
go out and do their thing and force Columbus to try and stop us. And so they came out with something different, uh, like formation than they usually play and everything. They were very much set up to stop us, and that worked very well. They even they got a few chances as well. So, uh, yeah, then half-time, okay, well, we've got to adapt to this. And, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but eventually it worked out there the second half. It wasn't all TFC by any means, but it was definitely much more in TFC's favour than the first half was, so good adapting. Um, yeah, the sorry of decision to start off, curious one, but uh, yeah. Dwayne Gregman just loves playing Canadians. I think that's yeah, that's, that's, that's really exactly what right there, yeah. You just to take Canadians off the pitch, Jesus. Uh, Come on, Greg. Get over it. They're not always the best choice. Come on. <laughs> So true. I'll give him credit for being big enough to, uh, you know, see that what he put out there in the first half wasn't working and to change it. It wasn't, I mean, okay, he changed formations, but it wasn't a drastic change in style. They were a little more forward thinking for half of the second half. I do feel he's still a little in the playoffs. He's strikes me as a little more timid. Well, so many backpackers. Like we were like, yeah, well, I don't know if that's the players or him, but I, I feel his tactics are, tend to the safe side more than they do in the regular season, which isn't unusual. A lot of clubs play that style, that kind of, you know, just do what you got to do to win, and that's fair enough. I, I think TFC would serve themselves better if they played more to their strengths like they do in the regular season. I, I still have, yeah, I, I think this, if you look back at the MLS Cup last year, it was a complaint that, you know, they were... They were pretty timid. I mean, I know they outshot Seattle, but Jesus Christ, we outshot Seattle last year, obviously. So yeah, um, we'll talk about this more, I guess, in the preview of them. I, I just, I, I want to see them leave it all out there in 90 minutes. Don't play for the squeakiest of draws. It, it was worrying me that they, you know, fell into such a defensive structure in this early 70s, you know, in the early 70s. Yeah, they were playing with fire a little bit. Duncan mentioned earlier on with Ola Kamara. So I'd like to see them be a bit more aggressive. My take on, on Vanny was <clears throat> I'm clearly not coach of the year. And uh, as simple as that because – uh, be. Well, you know what? The Most of the season – most of the last couple seasons, let's be honest, we've kind of been the coach. I mean, everything we've talked sure, about – They do. That's the change that we suggest – happens and then bam also scoring now and uh, well the president of the club was here before the season started now look at this so yeah. thank you very much mm-hmm. yeah you're yeah. welcome everyone yeah yeah came yeah. here to get the knowledge garber never yeah. called me because i he blocked me yeah, so anyway like a 14 point improvement mm-hmm. over the last year yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're all welcome um what what surprised me about it is that i realized that Seeing how Columbus play, I'm I'm giving I'm going to give Bearhalter all the credit in the world for that first half because they were they created this weird force field around their penalty area where balls go in to die. Anything that seemingly tried to get in there was immediately kicked out. It was around the 40th minute we started seeing the cracks, and that's led that's what led to the penalty. But they shut they shut down Toronto. I will say perfectly, damn near perfect. I realized they were relying on their counterattack, but the counterattack had a couple chances. You know, mm-hmm. say one one beautiful slide tackle, 
probably was the difference between it being one nothing at half and scoreless. Oh, one horrible touch from Justin Barron to give Bradley even a chance. Of exactly. Him, but, yeah, that's true. But uh, but whatever, I, I'm I was surprised to see that the substitution and the formation switch seemed to just open up Columbus so much. I can't imagine they would be in a position to want to really change their tactics whole heart, like uh, uh, wholesale for them to start attacking and being more aggressive because it was what, what they were doing was working. Lock down your defense and just counterattack. Even though you're getting – like they only had a, what, three or four chances, but most of them were quality. And one or two of them could have easily been a goal. So just stay at it. But for whatever reason, they switched to a 4-4-2. Columbus seems to move up the pitch more and that just – Open them up, and now they were – I mean, it wasn't a completely free-flowing game, but now the ball was actually getting into their penalty area, and things were happening. Sure, they may not have gone on net, but it was starting to look like a more opening – an open game in the second half, which it was not in the first. It was way, completely no, the first not. first half was really, really interesting. Very worrisome, but interesting all the same. Like, I was – I have to say, I was really impressed with uh, how Berhalter prepared his team mm-hmm. and handled sure. everything TFC had – out on the pitch because, you know, they're sort of similar teams, but TFC overall is a more talented team and a stronger attacking team, mm-hmm. but they could, they could do nothing in that first half. And it was, it was interesting to watch and to see how handled they were without being um, like defensively smothered. Mm-hmm. They were just, it was just handled. It was, it was interesting to watch. And like, if you were neutral and not, being completely stressed out by what was happening. I, I will say though, to the to to uh, complete the thesis of why he's coach of the year, um, I would never have picked Cooper to come off and or to come on, and he did. And not only did he play well, he played outstanding. He really did. And he he's he like, he should have had a goal. I'm not even gonna say probably. He should have had a goal. He had a lot of great efforts. He did some solid concaf. He did amazing CONCACAF, but the thing is, like, this is something we haven't seen him do since he got here. I haven't – I probably – sorry, there's probably been one game, couldn't tell you which one, but there was probably one game where I – okay, yeah, I, I see some value. Every other time it's like, ugh. Basically, the sound in my head is the audible noise Duncan actually makes when he starts CONCACAFing court. <sighs> That's the one. That's the one. And I'm Way sure – put it on the soundboard. I know. One more time, <laughs> isolate it. Yeah. yeah. Duncan's not even here. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, Coach of the Year, Greg Vanny. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, Should have been uglier. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of talk about, hmm, TFC didn't make it look all that good and that sort of thing. Like Columbus have been a very good team for mm-hmm. like the last yeah. couple of months or so. Are they not stati- – I thought I saw – or somebody mentioned statistically they are the in the last two months are the best team in the league or something. Yes. They were unbeaten yeah. at 13. Yeah. yeah. They were like the hardest I'm sorry. team. It's probably them, then more Please. likely Seattle. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not yeah. shit. Yeah, that, no. that is exactly the reason why the playoffs are a terrible idea because all you have to be is the hot team at the right time to win the whole thing. And that's no disrespect to the playoffs and people love the playoffs. I get it. But if – if the if your championship is the body of work for the whole season and whoever finishes on top gets that trophy, hooray! Toronto deserved it because they were the best. But this That's is exactly the, the reason why. Believe right now. But like this is what this is. I mean, not to say that Columbus should have won that game, 
But Columbus could have easily won oh, that easily. game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And which I think goes to like, the, the big point Greg Valley was making about how you know, this was a lot more intense in the Eastern Conference, that sort of thing. I think you know, New York and Columbus are both more difficult opponents than Vancouver, who once they went 1-0 down, they would never, ever come in back. And Houston... Who, who shouldn't have been there to begin with. <laughs> yeah, and you know, they've, they've got some strengths, but oh yeah, again, they're given an early goal and then had somebody sent off, and yeah, that contest was done. Seattle haven't really been tested, and so yeah, I think it could be... Uh, yeah, it could be definitely be two TFC's benefit more so than last year. You know, they had 17 goals. Well, this is fun sort of run, and then all of a sudden we come up against a competent team and we struggled. Yeah, I think like, uh, we've had four games of struggle now, so we'll be a bit more prepared than we were last year. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, let's sort of table some of that for close to the end of the show, but thank you for the perspective. I wonder how the more virulent... Bradley Boobirds have uh, reconciled themselves with the big tackle on Justin Muram. They haven't. No way. He's an Iraqi national. <laughs> Surely they're the most diehard of Americans. That was probably the, the biggest thing since... Who was it that Sergeant Slaughter was fighting in 1991 when he was on It, it was the, the Iron Sheik, even though he used to be... No, no, no. 91 when Sergeant Slaughter was, was the bad guy. Iraqi oh, hero, oh. Who was the, the big American patriot? No, was it, was it Hogan? Or was it uh, the Patriot? Sure. Put a, no, they put yeah, a dude yeah. in a mask, yeah. and he was like over was for like a month and a half. Uh, I, yeah, I can't remember. remember if Michael Bradley pulls that tackle. Operation Iraqi Freedom. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> okay, one last thing for this game before we move on. Fine. So Football analysis. The Eastern Conference Final, leg two this year, versus the Eastern Conference Final, leg two Last year, mm-hmm. both at BMO Field, both yes. won by TFC uh-huh. to advance to the final. Right. Which was the better game? I don't understand the question. Yes. Is there a trick to this well, question? Well, then why did no one ask me this earlier today well, when I, you had I, the opportunity? We were we're like, all right, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on. I think I do understand the question, but how is this even a question? Okay, so wait, wait, wait. I, oh to, be, no, no, to be fair, to be fair. All right. Hang on, wait. I got this. Kristen? What is your response to this? No, 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 no. no, no. You I don't get to go always, last on this I get one. All of your answers first. And I want to. I just want to see what the hell I could have possibly slept through two semifinals. Mark, chocolate or broccoli? <laughs> what the fuck kind of a question is that? Clearly, fuck you all. Broccoli, because I'm iron deficient. I mean, Jesus, tell calcium. me. Calcium. calcium is a calcium. I, no, I, no, I took a. Both. I took a leap. Again, as usual. If you have questions, need clarification, aren't sure of something. Well, I feel like I understood it, but it's... I, I would like to encourage any listener to clear. pause this podcast and just tweet at her right now, asking her, what the fuck could she possibly have meant? How was there a different game? How could I possibly choose Columbus game? Was the better one? That was the greatest... The, 2016 was the greatest game I've ever seen. Okay. Some people may look at the game last week as... A better game, and that there was more control. Like, Those people have mental issues. Well, wow. and I agree Dude, with that. Stop listening I, to us. I fucking loved Precky and everything he did. But come on, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually thought Duncan might have liked last week's game better. <laughs> I know he's a little on the, little on the, on the spectrum, you know, the dark side. The spectrum is fine, but uh, 
Even sunshine and rainbows can't deny that. <laughs> All right. Well, that has been our look back at the Eastern Conference Final Leg 2. Kristen's answer is 2017, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, it totally was. Not. I think someone was holding the Trillium Cup in the back when they were lifting the Eastern Conference one. <laughs> holding a gun to it. Mm. <laughs> this too. Player Mondo Cooper was sitting on the on the touchline and the halfway line. He was yeah, just was waiting for someone to bring yeah, it to him. What was that all about? Just having a moment. He's taking in the yeah. moment. It's been an emotional year for him. Yep. Yeah. Like James wrote that article. Like you know, he had a child, son or daughter, I don't remember which, just very shortly after one of his friends from the team died. Died. And and yeah, he had so. a lot of. Yeah. A lot of things to be thinking about. Exactly. In a big, a big Reflect upon. Yeah. Like a panamanian walk. He's deep, walk He's down, deep like the like the here. canal. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. All right, before we look ahead to Saturday's MLS Cup Final, we're going to do a little MLS roundup, a little TFC talk. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so first up on MLS roundup, because we do have MLS things to talk about, because we do that on occasion. Uh, as alluded to or mentioned earlier, or as we already know, the Western Conference Final was decided on Thursday night in what was already pretty much a foregone conclusion. Sorry, Houston. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I didn't stay up to watch. Did anyone else? I watched a bit of it and went, okay, so bedtime. Yes, this is not worth staying up for because Houston have no chance. Uh, They, you know, game included a red card to Houston, uh, goals from Big Nuts himself, and of course... They got a red card in the second game as well, Houston did? Oh, dear. And, of course, former yes. Dynamo uh, mainstay Will this Bruin got another goal. This is why a lot of people out here who've been shipping on Greg Vennett, this is what he's talking about when he said the Western Conference isn't that intense. You had a very easy semi-final. It doesn't mean that you're not an intense team that can't win a championship. Dummies. Anyway, so, yeah, so Seattle had a pretty easy go of it uh, with the Dynamo as their opponent in their finals, semi-finals. However you want to look at that series. Um, so, yeah, so they advance easily to the final against Toronto. Uh, again, of course. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Um, Goddamn creamsicles. And I just wanted them to do one fucking thing. Dynamo. And that was win a game. Right? Even the shittest guy in Running Man. Yeah. And everybody loved him, apparently. Mm. <laughs> Richard Dawson practically led the chance. So, mm. Whatever. All I can picture is when he dies, and that's all that's in my head now. This is unpleasant. Like, spectacular, but unpleasant. Oh, all right. shocking. <laughs> Running man jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Demographics. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, yes, um, moving on from that, league MVP. Congratulations, Atlanta United, for winning the league MVP. (laughs) Uh, I I love the video where Atlanta United told their daughter that they won the 
that they won the MVP and the daughter lost her mind and said, oh, we got to build a shelf. Did you not see that? That was, no, that was I dumb. didn't. Yeah, yeah. The, the daughter just because Roy went off with the trophy and so they had to bring it back. And it was anyway, go on. I'll, yeah. I'll, okay, yeah. I have the, no it, idea what you guys are talking about. Damn it, because that happened. And I'll, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, <laughs> I, really, I really wish I had seen this now. Oh, yeah. Valeri wins. Yay. Yeah, yeah makes sense. It makes total sense, yeah. I think. Uh, what I thought was interesting, though, was that Michael Bradley was sixth on the list, 0% of the player vote. Yeah, players know what's up. They're the real experts here. I was like, not even a zero point whatever, yeah, though. It's just bro. like, no players <laughs> voted for him. It's a lot of USA fans in the league. Yes. <laughs> it just upset. struck me as funny boo. that that uh, a lot that of A lot of write-in votes that said, boo. Yeah. <laughs> but Valeri was the overwhelming uh, favorite for yeah. all the portions yeah. of the vote. Um, he's, he's one of those players that you know, people who watch the game for the artistry and the beauty of it and say, oh, he's a really good player. They've struck their chin of, yes, you should be voting for him, not the big guy with all the fancy stats. He's the great player. Uh, this year he got the stats too, so yeah. yeah. Larry's fun to watch. Sure. I, he's one of my favorite players actually in MLS, so I, I like watching Portland because of him. Hipsters. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. All right, well... Player moves, because it is that time of the season. We sort of forget this now because, you know, TFC does playoffs and shit like that. So We can't cut players. We have a match. Exactly. Yes. But the rest of the league can. And the rest of the league <coughs> has had to submit their their roster moves. Um, it would actually be an awesome MLS thing if they made Toronto and Seattle do it before, <laughs> before the, the final. Sorry. You have to cut one rules player. Rules. <laughs> After each round. You wanted to go to the final. <laughs> you knew what you were signing up for. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, good, good training, everybody. Oh, Clint, can you come here? <laughs> <laughs> so no. every team yeah. except for TFC and Sounders have started, uh, have, have not started, have, you know, gone through their team and either exercised contract options or not. Some are still in talks. Um, have any of the unexercised contracts come as a surprise to you? Uh, as a surprise, sure, you know, uh, you know, Chad Barrett, I mean, come on, what? He's got I a strong point. Uh, he's got a strong point. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I'm often, I feel like I would need to have a, a full spreadsheet of what wages everyone is going to be on and that sort of thing to fully intelligent comment, but, you know, there's quite a few names you go through, you see there, and so, you know, Matthias Lava, Mike the Gorilla, <laughs> yeah. Duty. Who's gonna pick him? Duty. Up? Patrick Duty. Yeah. Nobody picks Sal up Duty. Zizzo. Sal Zizzo. Oh, we could have a great team next year. We, we really could. Zizzo, Duty, Dilly Duca. Dilly Duca. LAFC just sign all these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna get a shirt with no number, just all the names. Yeah. yeah. The printing people are gonna be pissed though. Yeah, no, in a couple, a, you know, a couple teams are clearly doing like scorched earth policy. So, mm-hmm. um, LA Galaxy, yeah, yeah. everybody. Hey, remember all that talk a while back about how their academy was great? Wow, look how many academy players have come through to our last first team. Yeah, there they go. Yeah, they yeah. Ca- they came through and they went through. Yes. They're only LA's first team for another two months. True. <laughs> uh, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Yeah. Have no players. Not very many, no. They got rid of a lot of them. It's rebuilding. Yeah. Um, who else was DC United? Not a surprise. 
they are. They want good looking players to go into their into new the new stadium, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like there's none of those normos. No. You know, between the out of contract and the contract options not exercised. It's kind of surprised to see Sam on that list. Blade Sam. Yeah. 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 yeah, he seemed like he had a good year. I mean, I don't know how much he's supposed to be earning. Yeah, I, I realize that the money makes way too much of a difference on that. It's it, you know, was he he was good, but was he one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars good or whatever he was making? Like that, Matt. That's can, all part of it. Can play? Could players have refused their option? Is, is that I a thing at this point? I'm not sure if that is. Is that even a thing players can do at MLS, whether they do it now or this time? Do they even Maybe if they're free agents, but I don't feel like enough of these players would be have. No one's got like player options that they can opt out of. But the I team don't think so. Um, Probably not. You know, something we mentioned before we started the show: Alan Gordon. Yeah. Now, now looking for his next team. Uh, yeah, who hasn't he played for? He's one of last cups. So. Exactly. LAFC. Uh, OTFC needs yeah. to, if they, TFC, they don't do the job. Again, you know, if we're, He's had his turn. If we're the, the New England Revolution, slash Buffalo Bills, slash whoever, you know, we need a veteran company presence to take us over the line next year. There we go. Mm. There we go. He'll be our... You know the Bills never made it over the line. Or through the uprights. All, all the revolution. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's why we, we, we get our little door. Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to Minnesota. It's fine. Sean Barrett, really. It's, it's, if we're moving on to the who should TFC pick up. Of course. It should always be Chad Barrett. Yeah, there's always room for Chad bring, Barrett. Bring Mark Bloom back home again. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's home. I know. More home. Does it get more home? Can you do more know. home than home? Other so, home? Super home? So homeless. Yeah. <laughs> He's home. Jermaine um, Jones for the LA that uh, so can go as well. Let's get all the, the, the failing US internationals, as many of them as possible, out to and Toronto. Just and and just, yes, <laughs> Everyone will hate the, us for so many reasons. troll team to MLS next year, and they will be reinvigorated re- and rejuvenated by the hatred they receive. And not and release them for international breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and release yeah. our new denim stars. Awaken. Oh, God. Um, Please, sorry. never. The the Dynamo actually were another team, so you know, yeah, all right, you know, nice run and sure. eleven players contract mm. options not exercised. Um, Ricardo Clark, AJ De La Garza, Tyler Derrick, which yeah. is the one that Part sort of really thinks that really Central America is going to be yeah. pilfered. Yeah, LAFC's new starting keeper. Oh yeah, Garcia. Oh yeah, Garcia was a bit of a surprise. Negotiations yeah. to be done there. So Vicente MLS, Sanchez. MLS 3.0. Go player. get Central Americans. <laughs> That's what that's what it is. It's not Atlanta and domed stadiums that have roofs that open like sphincters. It's go get Central Americans. South American South Americans. Or both. Sure. All those Latinos. What about yeah. North South Americans? Yeah. Like, I think that would be like Venezuela. Venezuela. Guyana. Yeah. French Guyanans. Suriname. Suriname. That's New Asia. <laughs> it's a war. Um, and then yeah, uh, New England Revolution. Um, similarly, you know they they signed a bunch of people, but they got rid of all the Smiths. It looks like, and then one of the best names in the league, London Woodbury. Like I'm just sad. Oh, no. I know. He's having to bunk with Marshall Hollingsworth. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm drawing with laughs. Nicholas Hasler laughs at them. <laughs> Tyler Pasha? Uh, yeah, Pasha. I felt bad about yeah. that. Pasha, Christ. 
David Elstead, yeah, yeah he was. he's planning to stay in uh, <laughs> MLS or not, but you know, yeah, that's going to be done. Uh, expansion draft bait. Charlie Davies, I don't know if he's going to just <sighs> stop playing. You know, like it's not a surprise. I do. Freddie, did he play any part at all in the US competition? Is he still in the Finnish third division now? So yeah, uh, TFC um, and the C- and Seattle don't have to obviously make these decisions yet. No, no, they get to wait until the day after the final. So yeah. Saturday, celebrate or whatever, and then Sunday, oh, um, yeah, coach, you wanted to see me? Ah, uh, yeah, sit down. I hope you finally sign Rui Costa next year. <laughs> yeah, so that will be uh, Sunday. Will be interesting in terms of what gets released and who gets released uh, from both clubs. They should have the expansion draft at halftime. <laughs> Crowd gets to vote. Give everyone like little buzzers. Okay. Who Tony, do you Tony want? Pepperoni gets to choose the names of LAFC. <laughs> I'm in. Sounds good. So yeah, so don't get too attached to some of TFC's fringe players, everyone. Not that you ever do if you've been around for a while, but come Sunday, once you've woken up from whatever reason you have a hangover. This team has no fringe players. 69 points. Greatest team ever. Nice. Deepest team ever. It's true. They're going to keep everybody. That's it. No changes need to be made. All right. Well, speaking of TFC, time for some TFC talk. And first up on TFC After talk. We talk about TFC. We do talk I about hear, TFC. I've heard that one. Is TFC where are they now? Where are they now? Where are they now? Huh? Where are they now? Where are they now? <laughs> All right. This week's TFC where are they now player comes from the 2008. I'm on a two two match winning streak by the way. TFC roster. <laughs> I'm shit at this. Uh, was a midfielder. Can you, say, okay. can you say the year again? I miss it. 2008. Thank you. Jared Smith. No. <laughs> Johan Smith. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. Pausing. Smith and Smith. <laughs> Ricketts. No, just so many things. What other thing? Uh, came to TFC after a uh, some time with the New York Red Bulls, actually several years with the Red Bulls, with a brief stop uh, at Chivas and... Uh, Matagua. I just said that wrong, I'm sure. Mado Guevara? Hey! I didn't even get to talk about him being like a coach of a basketball Uh, team or anything. He didn't buzz. Sorry. Buzz. Buzz. Mado Guevara. You should have buzzed in rather than told me to buzz. Gentlemen. I've heard that. So where's Mado Guevara? Where's Mado Shooting hoops. Yeah. Down by the school in... Yeah, he, he, uh, his final, like, he's, he's, you know, obviously he's not playing. He retired from, from soccer entirely in 2015. His last international match uh, was uh, 2010 uh, against Spain uh, in the World Cup. Nice. Um, but, yes, he is – why is it not – He's like a coach with Fondurus now, isn't he? Well, he he was a coach with not just yeah, Honduras out on, on soccer, but also with their basketball team. Um, Fair. Which is. I mean, there can't be that many good basketball players in Honduras, and you know he's probably one of the tallest people in Honduras. So. Yeah. 
Westo Kushigawa, born and raised. Yeah. <laughs> On the playground is where he played both sports. Catchy. Mm. It sounds yeah. amazing in Honduran. I'd never watched that show. You've never what? watched that show? The, the Prince, Prince, Prince of, of Tegucigalpa? Yeah, sounds, sounds derivative. <laughs> anyway. Uncle Felipe. <laughs> Tio Felipe. Tio Felipe. Uh, Tio Feel, I actually saw uh, a couple of, a few episodes of the Fresh Prince in Spanish. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, I was in Spain just in 93, 94, maybe, and uh, it was very much in syndication on Spanish TV. And uh, yeah, Tio Feel. Carleton. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, ora escucha la historia, something, something, something. <laughs> well done on your win. Thank you. Tony's like, damn it. I wanted another one. All right, I just want to see this basketball thing because it wasn't as a Wikipedia file, but. Well, it's not true then. No, 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 it totally is. Fucked. In the meantime, we'll come up with Honduran basketball names. <laughs> anyway. Toguchi Galpa Celtics. <laughs> I was going to go. I was going to go with uh, Los Toguchi Galpa Jazz. <laughs> or, or would it be Jazz? I don't yes. know. It just. <laughs> Chiguchi Gappa Piss Bugs. Three! Oh my god, you guys are weird. Okay, moving and, on. And, you know, anyone who out there who's ever had a cat and like hardwood floors, you get, get piss on the wood and oh, it, it warps it and everything. So, basketball courts in Honduras, they're just all over the place. So many crazy bounces. It's not like just throwing piss onto grass, it just absorbs nicely. No, nope. mold. On the wood, it just warps it. It's yeah. horrible. All right, moving on. Excellent win, Duncan. Well done. Great. Uh, Greg Vanny, Coach of the Year. Where is he now? Where is he now? Where? Yeah. Coach of the Year. So good for him. Makes congratulations, sense. Greg. Uh, fairly sort of, you know, he he won where all the other TFC players couldn't this year because team effort. So. Sure. What the um, fuck? Says Robin Frazier. What, what, what TFC player was supposed to win an individual award? Victor Vasquez. No, maybe, for what? but it's not like, this is absolutely ridiculous that he didn't. Just tomorrow, maybe, but he's not really a defender, so it's not absolutely ridiculous. He is a defender! Only on a video game. Anyway. D next to his name. Vanny is somebody that, yet, so. since his time in TFC began over the last few years. You know, we have had our ups and downs with in terms of our feelings about him and our regard for him. Don't agree. No, I, I, I don't oh, okay. Agree. That seemed like you were getting ready to argue with me, and I wasn't sure why. It was very yeah. odd. It's early for that. Yeah. Uh, so no longer a mere student of the game. Mm -hmm. What's his academic position now? Funky math teacher. <laughs> Do tell. I don't know. Like he shows up in wacky clothes, Stop. drives a, a microbus. Yeah, what? yeah, he wears like you know, cool suit, but he's still a square. No, hanging with Mister Van. I was say that doesn't that seem show. like a funky math teacher. That just seems. Well, like... yeah, you can be, even if you're slightly cool, you're probably the funkiest math teacher. Those pink shirts. Yeah, he just said funky. he was still a square. Yeah, but being the funkiest square makes you a funky math teacher because the math department. Come on. What's wrong with math? <laughs> <sighs> Nerds. True, right. Yeah. Know, right? They're not like the geography department, but they're <laughs> like corduroy blazers and elbow pads mm -hmm. and doobies. 
You don't think math anyway. No, I don't. Math. Math is not magic. He would be a junior professor. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if he wins on Saturday, he'll have tenure, and we'll have to call him doctor. <laughs> and if he's successful next season, then he'll be faculty head. So, I mean, it's it's a progression, but I mean... Yeah, that's quite the, the yeah, tenure track he's at on. At the same Let time... See, that's impressive. Yeah, but you still have to show your work, so... Yeah, he's, he's maybe you know, a, a principal at a rural high school. Wow. Yeah. Mm. He's, I mean, is he for or against school dances? <laughs> uh, well, he can't drum. He's, so. well, true, yes, <laughs> That's yes. true, yeah. Drumming leads to rhythm, dancing. Rhythm dancing is leads to cool. touching. Yeah. Touching leads to... Yeah. Red cards, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, so he, he's obviously proven himself at a certain level, but it's, it's just a certain level. Okay. Get your hands off her hamstring. <laughs> he's the chair of his department now. Mm. Um, wants to be dean of the school. If he wins on Saturday, associate dean. And then with eyes to actually taking over the whole school the next year. Is he going to be a crusty dean? Getting the hijinks with the other frats? He thinks he's cool and in with the kids, you know, like, hence the the, the suit and the no jacket wearing Mm. during the cold games because he's cool like that. Mm. But uh, secretly, yes. All right. I don't like it. You don't have to. Fair. Okay, so last thing for TFC Talk before we move into our MLS Cup final preview. This past weekend, we, uh, TF Vocal Minority, had an opportunity to attend the Supporters Thank You event put together by XTSC at the Brazenhead. We had a couple supporters who were able to go. Hi, Roger. Hi, Tweetcred. And Mr. Mark Hinckley was unfortunately the only VMP member who was able to attend uh, because the rest of us, due to work and other unfortunate circumstances, were not. So, Mr. Mark, tell us all about it. Uh, Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. Nice event. (laughs) I got nothing. I was on the spot, I realized. Yeah, so I you, the town. you I put me at XTSC every night. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Yeah, so uh, I went to the XTSC party at the Brazen Head, as Kristen has already alluded to. Um, courtesy. Yeah, I could have said a Brazen Head one. <laughs> was that an illusion? Yeah, I, I don't think I really alluded to it. No. I think I was that subtle. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is uh, courtesy of our uh, good friend of the show, Steve Gennaro. Uh, thank you very much for the invitation. Thank you very much for the access. Uh, the timing of the event really could not have been any better just because of the buzz around uh, the cup final. I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a cup final Ooh, what? happening. How did we get that? Who scored the winning goal? I was not on the match. Oh, um, I don't know. It was the Leafs or some shit. Anyway, my point is is that between the between the buzz of there being the cup final and the guests of honor were uh, XDSC uh, spokespeople as well as the uh, all-universe strike duo that is Tosay Ricketts. And Josie Altidore, who were in attendance. Um, yeah, there was food, drinks, scarves, prizes. And uh, that said, legendary duo who were taking pictures with everybody in attendance. Absolutely everybody. So uh, I went in with the intention of getting an interview, and I came out with an interview. Woo-hoo. So uh, Good job, Mark. It was quite the coup, so... Uh, let me, uh, let me play it for you uh, right now. Hey, I'm uh, here at the XTSC event at the Brazenhead in uh, Liberty Village, and I came here to get an interview, and God damn it, I'm walking away with an interview. 
So tonight, joining me at this very special interview, because I am not an interviewer, I have a couple TFC legends joining me on my left. He has been TFC for years and years and years. I would like to introduce you to Ken Lickers from U Sector. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Ken from U Sector. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming to the event. Also with us, longtime listener fan of the show, good friend. Uh, you can follow him at Tuffy Rocks. Ladies and gentlemen, Roger Serpa, everyone. Hey. And uh, he, uh, you've you've seen you've seen him uh, you've seen his words you've heard his voice and he wants to be anonymous in this one. I'd like to introduce you to James Grossi. And I had my Sports Center debut the other night. Oh, oh, not, oh. In front of the live feed, just as they were waiting for Vanny to come out. <laughs> it's like your real media now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had known, cause like, so the room at Columbus was so packed, it was ridiculously full, and so the camera comes live, and you just see me sort of like walk sideways over 15 different people to get around to the other side of the room, so I could stand in front of the door and worry about getting hit, and it was. <laughs> I feel famous. Na 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 na. All right, guys. So we've had a couple conversations in there, mostly yelling over Despacito and other terrible music. Um, some good. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. I, we did hear some James Brown. That was that was much to my surprise. Um, yeah. So uh, one of the things we were talking about was uh, the last game we had, uh, the game against Columbus. That uh, what the hell moments filled match were. Uh, you know, the first half was, well, a lockdown, and the second half completely was different. And, yeah, uh, thoughts on the game. Uh, Roger, what do you, what, what's your takeaway from that? Uh, well, my take is that definitely Vanny is definitely the coach of the year for not taking out Altidore, which I was screaming at him <laughs> through my TV. Who wasn't? It takes some guts. It takes uh, some guts to sort of, does. like, wait that 10 minutes. And, uh... I think it looks good to the next game. I think it looks good. I think they played well. That's fair. That's fair. Ken, Ken, what do you? What was your takeaway from that? You know, uh, this year has been a lot more playoffy, if that's the word, than last. And uh, you know, in those in those type of games where a single moment's going to turn it, you want to have the people who are going to rise to the occasion in those moments. And we've always known Josie's that kind of guy. So it wasn't a surprise, even on one peg, that he did what he did. Um, my wife, I should give a shout-out to, actually predicted it. She's like, man, he's spent an awful lot of time on the Like, we're playing 11 v. 10 for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's going to go score. And sure enough, he did. And uh, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what separates good teams from great teams, is what separate great, great teams from champions, hopefully. So You've done this before. Look at that. Look at that hyperbole. It's magical. James. Yeah, I know you got a you got a word or two. What do you think about the Columbus game? Yeah, uh, it was it was a tricky one, man. Like Columbus came in with a game plan, and and I think one of the more entertaining things about that series and something if you go back and sort of watch it really closely, the the back and forth between the two Gregs, the sort of battle of of you know TFC comes out in that weird four one four one that first game. And they seem to boss the first half, and then Columbus adjusts at halftime and, and comes on late in the second half. Same thing happened in the first leg, where where Burhalter came out with that back three, and sort of 
through TFC for a loop a little bit. They weren't sure where their spaces were, and then Vanny makes that adjustment at halftime. Do you, do you notice that Michael Bradley actually noticed it? We saw him run to the bench at, I'm going to guess, around the 12, 15-minute mark. Like, and at my, again, my wife said, I could read his lips, something like, something's not right. And he was doing, you can't see on the on the show, but he was doing this with his hands. So for, the, for those of you who had the video feed, there's nothing to see, but he was joining his fingers. The extra couple of bucks are really worth it. <laughs> I know, it's good value. At least that's what we keep telling ourselves. That's, uh, that's one of the things about Bradley is like, it's like having another coach out on the field, and when he th- sees that things aren't going right, him and Greg, him and Greg will be talking pretty much throughout the match. They'll be communicating, and and he sort of makes sure that what Greg can't see from the sidelines, what Greg, because it, it's a different perspective. Like mm-hmm. you don't see the same way as you do. You don't see the the depth perception isn't quite the same. Way. To notice it from in the soup, like to notice that from ground level in the soup is phenomenal. I, I was proud of that we noticed it from the first row of the second deck. He noticed it from. <laughs> Like central midfield. Uh, he, just not a, he just had a, an itch on the back of his head, Jeez. man. His spidey sense, his tactical <laughs> hair yeah. was just. Yeah, what left is what what little hair he has. That one. that it's got one with the sole purpose. <laughs> also, uh, this battle of the Greg's thing. Have you been sitting on that for all week? Like uh, this is the first I'm hearing it. We should have had a banner made. No, I uh, I wrote a piece about it. The battle of the Greg's. Yeah. Well, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I saw it, gross. I yeah. saw it. <laughs> I, I do read. I do read. Only if it links off of Twitter, and I just happen to be looking at Twitter. What's in the feed? MLSsoccer.com backslash hyphen squiggly squiggly. <laughs> Tell them to stop changing the fucking URL. I can never remember. We like to make it difficult, you know. You got to be committed to find that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Real, real good with MLS there. Real good, guys. So, all right. Well, that's that's. I mean, what more can you add to that? I mean, like you said, the, the whole. He's the coach of the year. He proved that he was coach of the year because he made a whole bunch of moves I would never make, and they worked. Especially the Cooper thing. When Cooper came on, I started swearing, and then when Cooper was doing magical things, like, where was this guy all season? He's a tricky, he's a different kind of player. When they brought him in last year, Greg was talking about how what he wanted from his team to have options in the midfield. He wanted guys with different looks. And if you look at between Marky Delgado, Jonathan Osorio, and Armando Cooper, you get three very different ways that that midfield plays out. Absolutely. I mean, I, I would agree with that. But what, what I found what I found with most of his play o- over the course of the regular season was that it never seemed to work. Like, yeah, he's, he obviously brings a different tool set without question. But as where Osorio's tool set has worked and Delgado's does work, Cooper's was largely absent, to be kind. Uh, Cooper, he's a a very specific player, and he likes to take his time, and that wasn't what TFC were trying to do. I think part of the reason why Marky was so successful was that he's such a quick player. He doesn't hold on to the ball for more than a second. Yeah, I think that's definitely the problem. He's always trying to hold on to the ball, and that's not the game that they're playing in the beginning of the year. But it might suit suit them now. This time of year, year, being able to kill some time, being able to, to rag the puck, as it were, to be really valuable. And to frustrate a guy on the other side. To frustrate a guy in yellow, to frustrate a guy in white. It's invaluable. Then you get the occasional bit of silky skill. And, and the occasional bit of conca-caffing, which also, it frustrates us, but it frustrates them more, right? So, us, man. you got to bring everything in the tools here. Absolutely. This might have been the first time the conca-caffing was... Okay, that really that really worked. That so worked, and 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 I was I was frustrated that he didn't actually get a goal, because he was 
he was playing, it was almost as if he took all of the momentum that Altidore had amassed <laughs> when, when they, when they, high yeah, when they high fives, it's an energy transfer. Like it's, it's very anime-esque, you know, you see the, the electricity pass through the, the palms and then he's like, oh, like he just, it's like, I know Kung Fu, you know, it's like, he's just all of a sudden he's, he's, he's now a master and he goes out there and just, he just, he picked off in a different direction what Altidore was doing and just was a massive monkey wrench into everything that Columbus was trying to get going. So that's fantastic. So, yeah. I got a lot of love for Cooper. He's a, he's a fun guy to have around. He's a very smiley, sort of cheerful guy. And, like, hmm. when it comes to a guy who's not going to play every week, that's what you definitely need in the sign. That's a good point, actually. That's a f- fair point, I guess, but I don't interview him so... <laughs> He only speaks Spanish to us, so I have to go through a translator. And I told him the next time I interview him, I'm going to speak Spanish, and he's got to speak English, so we're both equally embarrassed. <laughs> you need to record that and post it somewhere. I'll, we'll do a video. Nice. Video subscribers to the Vocal Minority Podcast. You're a legend. You're an absolute legend. Well, so for those of you who somehow only listen to this part of the podcast, Toronto Advance, and they're going to the final, and we are playing Deja Vu, Seattle again. Shit! Stupid creamsicles couldn't come back from their 2 nothing vi- deficit at home. You guys suck. How did you get this far? And they lost by three more goals, so it just made a bad scenario worse. So, uh, taking what into account what we've seen of this Toronto FC team going into the postseason and what you may or may not have been paying attention to, Seattle, uh, in their postseason adventure, how are you guys feeling about this game coming up, Ken? Uh both uh, Red Bulls and Columbus came in to sort of choke us out. And I, I'm kind of hopeful that maybe those five goals or the three goals from the other night that Seattle scored. The, uh, Matt Doyle was talking about this actually on, uh, on Extra Time Radio that maybe Seattle will try and come and play rather than choke us out. And that could be the best thing that happens to Toronto FC. You know, people have been kind of wringing their hands. Where's the old TFC that was winning like 4-0, 4-1, 3-0 all summer? That's not playoff football, but maybe there's a chance that Seattle tries to play with us and we can... That, that's what gives me hope. I feel like if, uh, if Seattle comes to actually play, that I think we'll win either way, um, you know, based on what we saw the other night, that we've got... I think we have more of the kind of people that can produce a big moment than they do. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm hopeful Seattle tries to go toe-to-toe with us and then doesn't live to regret it. That's... That's fair. That's nothing I would take away from that. I mean, I like the idea that they've been they've been storing the goals, ferreting them away, and now they're shaking a pop bottle, and then the yeah. lid's gonna pop off on Saturday at four forty. Yeah, we're gonna Mentos Diet Coke the shit out of their goal. Most goals ever in an MLS Cup final. <laughs> That's gonna be. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah! Uh, I'm gonna lose my voice for all of December if that happens, because that's pretty good. I'll be screaming to the top of my lungs. Ah. Uh, would be nice, Roger. Uh, what, what are you What are you expecting out of this out of this matchup? Well, first I'm feeling I, f- I feel nervous about it. I mean, I definitely think they're going to win, but you know, I've been a TFC fan since the beginning, so I have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Do you have Cup PTSD or just TFC general just PTSD? TFC in general. Like maybe Mo Johnson will be there watching the game or something, and everything will all go to shit. I did. Uh, I did have a minor heart attack when I saw Zach Steffen head up to the Toronto box at the end of that match. I was like, Will Hesburgh, get out of there. <laughs> yeah. We did not need any of that tonight. But um, 
I think TFC will play the way that they've been playing, and I think uh, Seattle will come out shooting, trying to score. Okay, quick round of predictions. What are you feeling? Oh, I'm not ready for that. We, we don't play that game till Thursday at my house. All right, we don't play a game till Thursday. A, that's Ken's prediction. Yeah, you, I, got, allowed to? I got nothing right now. He's not allowed. <laughs> I'm strictly neutral. I say <laughs> two to one for TFC and a shootout. Oh. Two. All right. That's bold. That's bold. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be happy with a two-nil TFC. I think that's a realistic probability, but I think Seattle's gonna shoot the lights out. All right, guys. Uh, you know, what? thanks for, thanks for doing this uh, live from the front of the Brazen Head. Uh, this has been Mark Vocal Minority uh, signing off. Uh, keep your cleats on the turf or something. I don't know. And there you have it. Uh, that's uh, that was my little interview. Yeah. So I went in with the. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I know high level stuff. I went in with the intention of uh, uh, trying to interview uh, Altidore and Ricketts, and just due to the nature of them arriving late and things being delayed, and them having to take off at a certain time, uh, that was not afforded to us. So I told you to wear the fedora with the press thing in it. I, you know what? I've had the fedora. I didn't have the press thing. So you they, a they just thought it was fancy. He always has it like in his pocket. I'm sure. Oh, I probably he does. He looks like a private investigator, not a media scribe. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I tried, but uh, I, I, I can't. Uh, so the interview took place outside because the bard was not nearly that quiet, but also that singing was not the DJ. So uh, that was just out front of the restaurant. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a. Uh, it was a, it was a good night out. Uh, I had a great time shooting the shit with uh, Roger. You can follow him at Tuffy Rocks. Ken, who you can follow at Ken from U Sector, and James and someone else. He's on enough things. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, James, Mister Establishment. Yeah, sell out. Toronto Yeah, you know. I, yeah. I can see Mark just wanting to interview yeah. Ken and uh, Roger, and then James is like, me. Oh, hey. Hey, I'm like traveling media now, too. Now. Did, did you read you know my that? article? No. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 was, that was hilarious. I'm glad that could have happened. Uh, you should have brought an article. I did. Oh. Well, that's... Hey, I wasn't lying. I've, also, I think I prefaced the whole thing that I'm not an interviewer, so research? Fuck that. It's like... He was in front of me. He could have told me that beforehand. No, he let me hang. To be so, fair, how many forward slashes can one man write to find an article on MLS soccer? True. I know. I'm, sure, I'm pretty MLS sure. MLS soccer is not the most uh, user-friendly of websites, so no. really it's their own fault. No. So, yeah, no no alt tits, and uh, hey. thank you. Uh, but uh, excellent party, Steve. Thanks for having us. Uh, and I'll just give a, a, a plug for if you're thinking of joining an adult rep league, go with Go to XTSC. There's a code on our website where uh, you get a bit of a discount. But, I mean, uh, I don't know who exactly everyone was attending the party. But once you got past the chuds of supporters like myself and some of the others, there were some really pretty people there. I mean, like, we're going clubbing after this thing uh, pretty. And that was a little weird. It's like this the, this can't be TFC supporters. I've been to those games. You don't. You do. Are you saying TFC supporters aren't pretty people? Is that what you're saying, Mark? Kristen? He would have said the same thing. All right. So yeah. So if anything, That's just true. just to go to an event with pretty people, um, maybe you want to do this XDAC thing. So I'll just throw that out there. Cause, there you go. Yeah, that was a thing. So uh, yeah, that was that was my Saturday night. So uh, back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Thanks for the plug. Hey.
All right. Well, moving on to our final bit of business here in this week's show is the MLS Cup final preview. The champion. Thank you. I was trying to think how to fucking start. So, time for revenge, redemption. Other R words. This time, the the revenge narrative is a legitimate one. Okay. I feel like you've tried to throw it out there a few times through the season. This is, this is nonsense. But am this I allowed to use it now? Legitimately is redemption. Oh no, this is this is, this is this is this is yeah, it's real. It's appropriate. Sure. For, you know, attempt for them to prove that they are literally the best team ever, et cetera, et cetera. This won't do it. Well, I, I think we're we're in the category of like best season ever. Is this, this right. the best team ever? Who knows, really? That's up and down. And that, so of course, the, well, that and the cup, sure, mm. surely, mm. surely, Bassy, sir, coal mine, Bassy, coal mine, surely Bassy, coal mine. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> so <Yeah>. in <laughs> what should be again frigid temperatures? Hooray! Um, potentially snow. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, it won't be snowy on my couch. <laughs> won't be snowy at work. I'll leave the door open at my. Will sex yurt. <laughs> I mean yurt. <laughs> will Toronto be able to move past slash erase last year's memory of futility, awfulness? That game was just horrible. Um, Seattle are coming into the final. On a good run of form, very good run of form, actually. They've not allowed a goal in the playoffs. What? I thought you were asking a question. We're like, I'm getting ready. Oh, I wasn't in the Okay, I'm ready for the question. Oh, and then she kept going. (laughs) Duck and I are looking at each other like, huh. (laughs) Okay, do you want to answer the question? I I, I can. How will this match compare to Montreal? Shut up! Um, Oh, good catch. I don't know. We don't really have much of an old town to speak of. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, video podcast. Those of you who didn't pay for it this week, Kristen threw a napkin at Tony. Tony grabbed the napkin, rubbed it on his crotch, assumedly, because that's below the table and I wasn't looking. But then he he produced it and then threw it back and Kristen was offended by that. So. Well, it hit my face. I don't need that in my face. It's true. All right. <laughs> it's the family podcast. You got no. serviated. <laughs> In this newly sensitive uh, edge of society as a whole, I'm really not sure how to remember yeah. to all of this. Yeah, is it a, Duck in. Yeah, is it appropriate to rub your genitals on a napkin and throw it at the opposite sex? I'm gonna write a I'm gonna write two thousand words this minute to the end. <laughs> Sorry. Can I continue the intro to this part somehow? I'm gonna try. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know. There's still a question. Yeah. What was the question you again? The question: Will this erase the memories? Oh. Well, no, it won't. It might. You know, hooray! We have a, a new memory which is better, or another crappy memory. But we'll still have the old one. But I'm gonna erase. I think memories. it will add to the old one, but a, but supersede the old one if they mm. win. How's that? There we go. I'm gonna go as far as that game was so shit. Even if they lose, it'll be a better memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually. Yes, I mean it, it. It would have to be even drier as fuck yeah, this game, and then it goes to nine rounds of penalties in which they lose. Yeah, that was the, that's the, really the only way. What if this... neither team has a shot on goal this time? Oh fuck <laughs> me! I'm just, I, you know what? I might just consider leaving. Honestly, I don't know if I want to sit through. Work. That's true. I could. Yeah. Yeah, we'll hang out. I'll be I'll be ahead of all the traffic. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. There's pubs. Unless of course right? people we are still straggling to the game because because <laughs> you know. Supporters. All right. Well, like I said, Seattle are coming into the final on, you know, a very good run of form through their playoff rounds. They've not allowed yes. a goal in the playoffs thus far. I'm going back a couple of months in the season. Everything, they're, they're doing very well. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, outscoring their opponents. TFC, their last couple months, not as strong. They've had a more of a sort of a cautious, uncertain path through the playoffs. Um, they scored three goals to their opponents, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've had a more, more grinding effort through, whereas Seattle is not trounced every opponent entirely. Well, Houston. Sorry, Houston. But they've looked the livelier of the two teams so far through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have Clint Dempsey back, mm-hmm. which they did not have last year. Which sucks. Gotta hate him so much. Um, and they have, yeah, they've had this, you know, beginning of the season, they look nothing like this, but they kind of did the same thing last season. They were mm-hmm. shit for the first half of the season. Did, yeah, yes. last season, absolutely. This year, not as much. No, as but that, still, but, yeah, a little... It's valid. There they, was... They play on the European schedule. Ah, is that what it is? Once August, September comes around, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. they kick it in. They actually decide to play. Yeah, so it is, it's not a surprise that Seattle are here. Um, It is, depending on how you want to look at this game, it's the team that everyone either wanted to face or didn't want to face. Um, I would rather be facing Houston, or... Houston would rather face Houston. That's true. They know they're so shit. They could probably probably lose to their own. I think it would have been anyway, so. fun to watch TFC play Portland. Portland. Um, mm. They seem like a distant memory. I know. Oh. Long time. Um, glad it's not Vancouver. Mm. Oh, we'd have Vancouver would yeah. That would have been lulls though. That would have been lulls. That's true. <laughs> It would have been 2-0 after seven minutes, and then, and then it would have been abandoned. Yeah. Or, <laughs> there would be like a blackout and in Toronto. What's the rule? If the game, if you haven't completed 30 minutes by the... They just start over. I don't know why something bad is happening. You look down the south end, leaning over one of the rails, and Taylor just like, damn it! All right. Um, yeah, this one is, uh, for all intents and purposes, yes, like revenge, whatever, redemption potentially. Um, it's Brian Schmetzer's orchestra. It's going to be, a, you know, they're a bit of a rough-and-tumble team with some skill. Like, they're, they're less grabby and, I think, uh, foul-giving than the Red Bulls. But... They have some, but they have some players that get like, you know, I'm sorry, Clint Dempsey, who again, I admittedly hate, I really do. The man is not averse to a dirty foul. And that man cannot spit averse for shit, so. That is also true. And I think they they have that kind of game within them. Generally, though, Seattle is usually on paper better than the other teams are playing, so they don't really have to do that. This is probably one of the few times where Where they may have be. All right, well, if we just kind of go toe-to-toe with this team, we could lose, so... You know, kind of similar to what they did last year, they might be looking into playing a bit more of a, a cynical, grab, yeah. uh, lots of like little fouls here, there, that kind of thing. Um, I say, I, I think they would be a little more sort of go for it than they were last year, just because you know, look at who they have available. I say, hey, you've you've got some good attacking talent right now, uh, so they could be doing that. But let's not pretend that they, it, it's not in them at all. You know, even without Ozzy Alonso, if he's not playing, you know, there's still plenty of thugs and... Oh, sure. Bones and harmonies. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> both of you. Way <laughs> too long, but nice of you for beating him. Boom, 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 boom. 
Bones are telling me what you're gonna do. Sorry, Doc, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay, I was too much dumb. Okay. Besides, they do have, you know, the Tau called Ballas playing for them, so there you go. Um, yeah, they're, it's, it's, it, they're a more dangerous team than I think some people realize in terms of the talent that's on there. Sure. Uh, Darrow, Will Bruin with his little... He's got a bit of a little bit of a resurgence going on right now. You know, he scored some important goals for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he, Will Bruin is... He's, he's Will Bruin. He's going to do... You know who could have played him? Bear Halter. Because <laughs> he's bear and Bruin. <laughs> I mean, if oh, he gets like, chances put on the plate, then he could well finish the one or two of Mafia there, sure. He'll be a hassle for the centre-backs to have yeah. to deal with, but mainly he's just there to kind of be a hassle and create space for uh, like Dempsey, Lodi, Euro, like Victor Rodriguez as well. Yeah, Victor Rodriguez uh, is annoyingly so good. He's quite good. Now, Harry Ship, if they need to change things around later yeah. on. There's, uh, Christian Roldan, yeah. yeah sort of Jobin Jones, uh, sort of down the TFC wings. TFC trialist, Jobin Jones. Two-time failed TFC trialist, <laughs> yeah. Jobin Jones. Uh, you know, there is a lot of attacking potential. If, if they want to try and be attacky, they are potentially very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I think in our Toronto way, and kind of in an MLS way, that not enough people really get to take the opportunity to watch a lot of other teams often. There may be a bit of overconfidence or feeling that just because it's the second time, it's our time. It's going to be a very tough match. I think that I think if TFC go out and play the way they're capable and play aggressive. As I was talking about earlier, their tendency to be a bit timid in the playoffs. A little wait to see how the other teams play. If they avoid that and go hard and plan to leave it on the pitch and get it done in 90 minutes, then I think this could be a great heavyweight battle of a match back and forth. It could really go either way. I think if they play careful, it's going to blow up in their faces a little bit. Well, and I think something that people don't remember or maybe don't know, again, if you depending on how much attention you pay to MLS as a whole throughout the season, they're the third best defensive team in the league. Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. And again, especially the like second half of the season. Oh, yeah. They shut everything down. Sheets, so, yeah. So, yeah. so they are dangerous on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, 52 goals is nothing to sneeze at. Um, yes, Toronto scored 74 goals. But a lot of that was in the first two-thirds of the season. They've not produced that nearly as much this last while, um, or Seattle have continued to score goals uh, through the second half or the last couple months of the season through the playoffs and and keep them out. Like, all yeah. those clean sheets through the playoffs, not a single goal allowed. Like, that's that's not nothing. It's so mm-hmm. hard to predict it. I know. Like, of course a, a it is. one-off cup final, though. I mean, all the form, all the history, it's, a lot of it gets thrown at the window, and it's just the team that shows up on that day and has their best match. It, it almost supersedes sometimes the talent on the team, even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go as far as saying that if if you were going to take Toronto versus last year, like Fanny has shown, if anything, that he learns from his mistakes fairly quickly, except for that first playoffs in Montreal. Uh, that'll, I'll, I'll, that that one's just so that bad. one that one's just wow so wow. But anyway. Moving on. Since, but I mean, now he's he he now corrects his mistake at halftime instead of waiting an entire full ninety minutes when it's too late. Um, so that being said, um, they're probably far more prepared for this game 
than they ever could have been last year. And Seattle's a better team now. And Seattle is not that vaguely spectacular last time. So the only the only takeaway I have for, for this is that because Seattle is so different, they, they look different, they play different, they're much more aggressive up top. There's more play in the middle than there was for them last year, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't... Like, Toronto's mentally more prepared for this game than I think Seattle is, or will be. But um, they're playing kind of a different team. Like, yeah. This is not the same team. And that that's that's the only part that has me going... Like, eh, there's still, I mean, there's, I mean, everybody's got a puncher's chance, you know, to, on any given day, depending which way the wind blows, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Seattle could pull this off, but it's a different team than last year. If, if this Toronto team was playing a very similar team as last year, they would run them the fuck over because they've watched that video a thousand times and they know exactly how to kill them. Not the same. So. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I think that one of like, Seattle's big strengths that they'll have trouble with is something that's very much the same as last year, which will be frying goal and sort of Chad Marshall and Roman Torres. Mm. Uh, I think I saw a stat some like Seattle are ridiculously good when Torres and Marshall both play. I think they've lost maybe like one game out of twenty something over a season when both of them are there. And and they're both know, healthy right now. Yeah, and I think you know the. If, if we think that they're not going to be able to physically handle a, a weakened Josie Alp at all, then uh, and you know they probably yeah, I think we're kind of talking before eh, you know they've got it in them to be a bit dirty and that sort of thing. And I could see you know, definitely be you know, giving Altidore a bit of extra attention, make sure that he's not feeling all that good. Um, it might be the kind of game where things don't really happen. Eventually, we have to bring Ricketts on, and his speed might work better against the two of them. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, mean, that's, I think they have changed quite a lot and just having Dempsey back fit and everything is they're more dangerous attacking wise but the, the big strength we'll have to deal with is one that's just exactly what we had to deal with last year which is their central defence and their goalie are all quite good damn it alright yeah. well player to watch from Seattle Yeah. Will Bruin. Yeah. Um, he's he's had quite the little renaissance uh, for himself this season. And, I mean, granted, last year, his last season in Houston was ugly. So, uh, it basically, it was there wasn't much further lower he could go. So, the fact that he rebounded on a better team, better, better service all around, he, he's kind of... He's kind of given Seattle a bunch of goals that they probably didn't have if they didn't have him. So that's uh, that's the that's the one because I mean I know Dempsey. Fuck that guy. I'll go with Dempsey. Fuck that guy. Mine too. <laughs> well, just fucking. You know. fucking well, because you, you villain, know what? You know that guy. Exactly. You know that guy? Fuck and him. he wasn't here last year, <laughs> and just because he's so fucking hateable. Oh, I hate him so much. Um, I'll go with the uh, that uh, Nicolas Bodeiro guy. Uh, he's also uh, he's quite good. Didn't really have much of an impact last year, but uh, you know, he might do it this year. All right, player to watch from Toronto because yes, there are both options on this part. Who who is going to be the, the guy that really wins it for Toronto? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, 
I think it's going to be to Javinka, really. I feel it's been a while, really, since he's... He's mine, too, and for that reason. Good. Yeah. If he can be the kind of guy that just, from open play, kind of terrorizes, I think, you know, Torres and Marshall, yeah, physically they can handle Altidore. Can they handle the sort of tricky, the more skillful Javinko style attacking? You know, if Javinko was at top form, maybe they can't. So, you know, hopefully he can do something uh, more than he has been for the last couple of months. And uh, if not, we'll probably lose. Fair. Yeah, but that's, that was mine too, and for agreed. those reasons. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, the one thing... He doesn't have the one thing he doesn't have under his belt here is is a big championship match. Yeah, he doesn't. He hasn't had that. And he was last year. He was so off his game last year for whatever reason. And you know, injuries. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever the reason, he he was off. And so he and he is. This game may need TFC may need one of those magic moments to be in this match, and he's. A good as candidate as any to do something, you know, against the run of play, whether yeah. it be a free kick or some, you know, getting into the box and having a, a moment of magic, like, you know, pretty much like when he started off, how he started the goal last week uh, that Altidore finished off. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, there's, if there's one guy, it's going to be him. I'm not going to clax in this one. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Altidore. Yeah, pretty much. What's pretty, your faith, Mark? Pretty much. No, you know what? It's not. It's not even about if 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 Altidore hadn't gone down hurt, scored a goal, and then immediately subbed off. Um, it would be it would be Javinko. But to me, uh, having him healthy makes makes the world a difference. Mostly because it gives Javinko the space to play as well as the, himself. Because if if unfortunately, as we've seen, if you have one and or the other, but not both. One of them gets invariably double teamed the entire match, uh, and that's just they just mark him out of the game. I mean, it takes two of them, but they mark him out of the game. So if he's on, if if Josie's on the field and is at least playing as well as he did on on, on Wednesday, Javinka will have a, a much more open game. He'll have much more of a chance to contribute. But it's more of the it's that dynamic of having the two of them on the pitch at the same time so defenders can't gang up on just one or the other. Um, so him, him, his absence makes me nervous. So. Okay. Uh, I didn't put Vane Tactics in this one because we all know what we think about this. You know, starting 11, maybe Delgado over Osorio this time. I think so. I think there's a likelihood of that, but otherwise I think we'll see the same 11 we saw last week, at least to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, important question though. Number of layers you need to wear to survive this match as a spectator. Zero. <laughs> Shuts off, Kristen. Shuts off. So glad I'm going to be at work and warm. Ultra. Yes. Yeah. If Duncan goes shirts off, I need pictures sent to me. Oh, you'll have full video. <laughs> uh, After the, the white balances. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that because of the snow or the chest? <laughs> Winter Wonderland. <laughs> 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 really like yeah, you know, this oh, is um, Yes, I will personally not be going uh, shirtless, but I'm sure, yeah, hopefully, anyway, there will be plenty out there who are uh, celebrating you know, by going shirtless. David Miller again, perhaps. Who knows? Five layers. 
You need five. Um, mostly because, as I keep telling my wife, and, and will tell my wife uh, on, on Saturday, hey, pretend you're going to an event outdoors for two hours near Lake Ontario in December. Like, it's it's not going to get warm, or don't assume it's just going to get warm. If it says it's going to be one degree, pretend it's minus 10. The lake is right there. It's still December. It's going to get cold. If it might not be cold at kickoff, but it'll probably be cold by the 30th minute. It changes, so be prepared for it. Well, so five, go down during the game, so five layer minimum, and gloves, and maybe double socket while you're at it. Maybe double socket. Well, I didn't Definitely last time. Did. I I remember, and you paid, and you yeah. were not happy. Well, also was still wearing work shoes and shit. That's, so that's true. That was really, also not smart. That was that was not going to insulate a goddamn thing. So, like any respectable Mexican dip, seven layers. Nice. Insightful and delicious. Visual. Latinos so hot in MLS right now. Fill, fill your you boots. To win. Literally fill your boots full of refried beans. Nice. <laughs> for an extra layer that gets in all the. No, see, I, I, no. I'll, 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 just, I'll put sour cream there before I put refried beans. Sour cream's cold. Yeah, yeah but refried beans are delicious. But and I don't want to be warm. Yeah, but I also don't want to be smelling refried beans in my feet. So what, if they go down 2-0 down, you're going to start eating your feelings? <laughs> Possibly. And if they go down 3-0, you'll be smelling my feelings. <laughs> 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 for those of you who definitely can't pay for the smell version of the podcast, you're not missing a goddamn thing. I put all of them. Like, as many layers as you can comfortably <laughs> put too. on. Just all layers. Like, I thought I had enough layers last year, and clearly I didn't. It's always the damn feet. And, yeah, the hot. if you're going to get those hot shots, put them on, like, as soon as you get to the stadium. Don't wait till halftime. Make sure they're pushed in down by the toes. Don't put them underneath your feet. Put them on top of your feet, down by the toes, because that is the key. Um and whatever the whatever those hand warmers that we got are at the conference final last week, mm. those things were fantastic. Like those worked like a treat. They were still going when I got home. I actually put them in my bed to heat up. It was lovely. Instead of having a bed warmer, I just used those. What? Get a, a nice toasty bed. Get a room, you and your hand warmers. Yeah, me and my hand warmers. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um. So yes, wear lots of layers. Seriously, lots of layers. And something to stand on if you're in the South End because concrete is cold. Beans and shoes. Beans and shoes. Sticking with beans and shoes. Sour cream is a bad idea. So, predictions. Mm. This time. First goal wins. Uh, No, that's not how it works. One one (laughs) nil. It it will. That is how it will work because it will end one nil. For whom? Difficult to say. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't that's prevaricate that's on this. No. Uh, it's Seattle. There you go. TFC will come out careful. Three-one Seattle. Sorry. Wowza. Three-one Seattle. Fuck you guys. Two 0 Robins. Boom. Tweet, tweet, bitches. <laughs> I put two-one TFC. I actually don't believe it because I think Seattle's going to win. Um, but I put two on TSC because, again, I'm not going to be there, so I just assume they're going to win, but it'll be, like, second goal will be in extra time. There's only one goal, according to them. Fucking yeah, fatal. If it goes to penalties, who, uh, who are your five who takes it? Uh, given that TFC have struggled a lot. 
Justin Moore. Justin Moore. Not Moore. Vasquez. <laughs> not Vasquez. Morrow. Josie Altador. <laughs> Bradley. God damn it. But no, but like it is. It's 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 Altador, Vasquez, Seba. Yeah. I guess Bradley. Drew uh, Moore again. He did very well last year. Drew Moore did do well. Delgado. I could see that working. Yeah. Uh, some straightforward, no nonsense, not particularly spectacular. But if it goes to nine guys, woo. Can Alex Bono take a penalty? Why not? Probably. I feel like I'd have more confidence in Clint Irwin as the penalty taker. That is unfounded. Zabaleta, he used to be a striker in college. I feel like if he's, if he's still on the pitch, he could take one. Is Hagland allowed to score one with his head? Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Sets the ball, adjusts it, takes, takes his requisite four <laughs> steps back. Tweet! Full bore, diving, bang, <laughs> pull shot. Can we find a way to get Shea Rue on uh, in, the, in the dying minutes of the game so mm. that Shea Rue can take one? Uh, yeah, yeah, that could work. Not toss. Probably not, no. No. No, we can't see that working. What if they let him run a long time before he takes a shot? Like from the other end of the pitch. That's fair. Make Fry have to stand from the other end of the pitch as well. <laughs> Just like, whoever gets the ball first, if Ricketts gets there first, he's got an open goal. Don Garber could be listening to this, and you'll see it all over the league next year. Well, you think he is? <laughs> I got a few words for him. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's our look at this weekend's MLS Cup final. Yeah, nonchalant, no big deal. Um, right? Yeah, we'll be there next year anyway. Yeah. Fall straight. Five straight defeats. Let's, let's beat the Bills. There we go. That seems fair. Five no, wasn't that? Defeats. No, didn't they? Wasn't they it five? Four. Oh, I thought it was five. Yes, it's got five. Got to beat them. Okay, that seems fair. And then no one will ever forget us. True. Yeah. I don't remember who the Bills lost to. I just know that they lost. OJ played. Well, they lost to the Cowboys once. New York Giants. Cowboys. Was the Redskins one of them? That was the I would have said the 49ers blew them out at least once. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Didn't they lose to the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. I think we named all four. Blue Bombers. Yes. So what do we do with that? Yeah, and a CFL team. (laughs) (laughs) Baltimore CFL Stallions. (laughs) Um, One more thing before we go. just a heads up that the annual Book of Minority podcast uh, player countdown will begin taking submissions from the new lot. Uh, we'll have the template available for filling out and submitting. And as always, please do rank them in whatever order makes you happy. Please do give us comments. We like the comments. The comments make us happy. And then we get to include them in the pieces when we post them online. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. Mark is counting no, down. nobody, nobody, remember, nobody knows how it oh, starts. Oh, the countdown clock, right? And then Sorry. Just the end. Hey, podcast with the weirdest people. Anyway, so yes, let me know. Get in touch if you would like to participate in this year's VMP final countdown. All right. Well, that has been our show for this week. Join us next week when we look back at. Whatever happens in the final, uh, talk about what moves TFC has started to make with their players, uh, discuss, you know, the season, over, start discussing the season overall, God, whatever the, else we can come up with. Can the corpse at least just get cold no. before we start poking it? Nope. God 
That's not our way. We don't have time. TFC way. being successful means we have limited amounts of time. Champions to the League is just game. around the corner. <laughs> there's like drafts. I mean, I'm excited up. for that. Like seriously, there's yeah. so much going on. Just like for the next time we're recording, yeah. it's like half the team will be gone. Exactly. So, all right. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel. Huzzah! To be found mm. on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Oh. Duncan Fletcher. Oh, yes. Indeed. It's me. Uh, it's true. Head on the tweet machine at MolarkyFC. Tony Walsh. Boom. Uh, on the interwebs, Mr. Mark Hinckley with a K, not a Q, at KidNerdMark. All right, so Duncan, how many letters do you have? Uh, I can get a seven-letter word. Seven. Ooh. Yes. Tony? Only six. <sighs> Four. It's a crap hand. Emojis don't count. <laughs> Everyone has the same hand, Kristen. That's how Kirkland works. Oh, God. Yeah. You said you asked me for the number of letters I can make a good word with. No, oh, Jesus. We have, there's nine letters. Everybody gets to make a word out of those nine letters. What's I don't the, have what's... a good word that spells nine letters. It's terrible. I'm really bad at this game. Shut Apparently. up. Uh, anyway. Bartley is a word, right? Mm. <laughs> oh, no, there's no E. Oh. Are you no, missing an E? Is it, no, but F-A-R-T-L-E-Y. Fartley. Oh. As for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet, at Kaza Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Somebody word was prepared. Ooh! Should we like do a show? Yeah. All right. Earphone level. We're, level. Honestly, we're not starting that much later than we've started on many occasions. This is surprisingly true. I know. Uh, is hello. Too hello. loud. Too loud to you. Too loud. I'm okay now. You, lo- you good? Hello. How I'm does good. it come to you? Uh, I, like Kristen seems louder than other people, but, uh, but that's just I I completely. What are you trying to say? I can't I can't fix that. Yeah. Because it's okay to me and. He's a sound technician, not an alchemist. Yeah, you know. That's doctor, sound technician, and alchemist. Uh, no, headphones. Like my exuberance cannot be fixed through alchemy. Are your headphones too loud to, or, or pepper? My own headphones? Uh, yeah. Lead. No, 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 it's, it's you fine. good? Kristen, yeah. you good? Yeah, I'm great. I could take another beer, why not? You know, drive it home. <laughs> <laughs> but not far. <laughs> You know what? I'm driving. I'll have another. <laughs> We'd like to remind our listeners in the holiday season that drink oh, responsibly. If you are drinking, please don't drive. <laughs> For more, if you drink, the Joe Bendick of like if, you're, if you're going to drink, please don't podcast. Which you're let's worry. Let's 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 go with hummus money. Okay.
And when you get and we when we get to that lucrative point where we have more hummus money than hummus. <laughs> so unintentional, oh, but so close. Was... So close. Not not in the fucking headphones. Please. Not in the headphones because that hummus money becomes headphone money. When you're doing the um, final camp, I think can you do a scarface in a hot tub, but his head and in hummus. <laughs> I don't know I'm going to get that much hummus. It's <laughs> colorable. I guess so. You want your Twitter handles in here? You can throw that in. Like, yeah. So. I'd rather be anonymous. Anonymous. You, you, okay. you know what's awesome? Nobody's going to believe you're just an anonymous person because as soon as they hear you, you go, that's, that was, that's James. That's, 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 that's got to be James. It's got to be fucking James. Why is he talking so much about yeah. Benny tactics? Yeah. <laughs> well, throw him off. He doesn't have a sheet in front of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And without his 12 pages of notes. Dude, you should see the notes that don't turn into notes. I can only imagine the shit you write down. I can only fathom it. Because, I mean, I've seen you come prepared, which is flattering and scary all at the same time. I mean, it's it, like the first time you the first time you actually had like a legit had a book. I kind of I wanted so badly to turn to Chris and go, he's listened to the show before. Right? Like, I know we cool and all like like we I met you uh, at least a dozen times before then. And, you know, I, I hung out a few times like. He's listened to the show, right? He's got fucking a book of notes. <laughs> okay, fine. No more. You ain't gonna ruin this for me. I usually bike home after two cans of beer. Yes, like but if you hit a kid in your bike, it just leaves tire marks on the kid. <laughs> what was he doing? What was that kid doing in the bike lane anyway? You got a sidewalk, kid. Stay on the sidewalk. The most you do is, like, you know, wheel up to their groin... The most I'll do is kill myself. Well, you had a good run. <laughs> I had to. Oh, God. Blaze of glory. It was worth that second beer. <laughs> okay, let's move on from this fucking I think it's about this part of the arc he says it. <laughs> I'll never see the MLS Cup too. <laughs> I was gonna stay home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. That so... is a good tombstone, though. <laughs> Don't get any pleasure. I should have stayed home. <laughs> right after a number of layers needed to survive, it says ticket drama in brackets. Should we talk about mm -hmm. this? Question mark. Versus Montreal match. Oh, in that case, the ticket drop in 2016 was way better than... Don't, don't have to look for proof. <laughs> it's there. Now it's not the time for research, Duncan. <laughs> ticket drama, should we talk about this? Should I... <laughs> Thanks, for okay. Thanks for verifying that I asked it, that I put it Kristen, in there. noted. <laughs> He'll get back to it with his answer. Yeah. Through the three businesses. No, 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 no. Yeah. We'll bring it up in those He's season wrap up shows. Carefully, and you know, it's just... on next week's show, what will Duncan say? Monday's your day off. Yeah. Can you head home, me, sir? Oh. And every other day, I work until seven thirty. Right. So. Like, so regular time Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Does that work for you? Yeah. Okay. Unless, of course, it interferes with the parade. Hmm. 
Well, then everyone better be at the fucking parade. With everybody in this? I, there better be. If there's no balloons, then ha! it's not a parade. This is the route I chose. <laughs> are they following my route? Where are they following my route? That's the bus I bought. Toronto's hottest club is Nathan Bob Square. It's got everything. Part of the Berlin Wall. Part of the part of the Great Wall of China. Letters you can have sex in. <gasps> Let's do it in the L. Don't you? How do you spell Toronto? <laughs> the Polish way. Well, you can't do it in the A. Am I right? Hey! Uh, oh, yes! Only on birthdays. <laughs> Special occasions. Letter sex. Okay. He's still great. He's still recording. <laughs> I'm oh, The outtake's going to be spectacular, but I'm going to put it at the end so you have to listen to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. fuck. God damn. Sorry.